This is a podcast from Rover. Sex education. With Morgan from the Trainee Sexologist Podcast. We have got Morgan in here. You can check out more on morganpen.co.nz. And remember, Pen has got two N's in it. And she's going to be answering questions about sex, relationships, and your body. And this is all thanks to the amazing people encouraging a sex positive world at Lifestyles Condom. So thank you so much, yes. Lifestyle. And just by answering a asking a question today, uh, you go in the drawer to win a hundred dollar voucher from Lifestyles. So how good? Without any further ado, let's get into your questions. Does depression affect your sex drive? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, depression affects everything. Sort of your mental health is a little bit off. You're not really embodied, and especially if you're taking antidepressants, that's it's doing an amazing job, maybe a life-saving job, but it is numbing down your body. So for me, what I would say for this person that's maybe suffering with depression and, and maybe suffering with lack of libido is to find the small pleasures. And it doesn't have to be sexually based. It can be with your coffee in the morning, mm. like the smell of it, feeling the warmth of it, the taste. Go back to the small things and then Follow the pleasure. So find something that feels really good and keep cultivating it. Do you mind if I add on to this as well, Mm. Morgs? Um, Because I take, uh, I've never talked about this on the show, but uh, I take antidepressants. Well, I take SSRIs, which is like for anxiety and depression. And uh, that is one of the biggest things. And one of the biggest things I wanted to, when I went on them, that I was concerned about was libido. And so I uh, did a lot of work with um, with my therapist and my psychiatrist. I always get psychiatrists and psychologists mixed up. I don't know the difference. It's the I'm one so that sorry. specializes in your medication. Mm. Um, but uh, a lot of people that I talked to as well uh, said that when you're in the settling period, maybe for the first like month or two, um, it's really hard. Like you can have the edging up, but you don't have the crescendo. But mm-hmm. I just want to say that that does fade away. Mm-hmm. And um, a really good supplement my psychiatrist told me to take was ginkgo, and I found that really helpful. But also just having like the open conversation with whoever you're going to be having sex with and saying to them, hey, um, this is what my medication does to me and I feel really self-conscious about it. So let's just do this to be together and anything that else that happens is a bonus and Instantly taking that pressure off helps so much. But anyway, I didn't mean to to like rob your question, but it is like a really, it's a weird thing of when you go on them where you're like, well, I want my brain to be better, but I don't want my partner to miss out, but they don't. Thank you so much for being so open about that, Shaz, straight up. Thank you for sharing that, and I really, I really love you. Oh, I really love you. (laughs) And I know that you're a bloody, you know, you've been getting... Getting freaky with Bryce. Okay. You tell me every day. Okay. Bryce, yeah. and I, Bryce and I had a very busy lockdown. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, but it was a thing. Actually, uh, if I can quote my uh, therapist, she said to me, she was like, look, at the moment, you are at the lowest point of your life and I should have been going to respite. Instead, I went on a hitchhiking uh, trip of the country. Mm. Um, but she oh. said, she's like, you can get your brain right, but you might only be on them for nine, nine to 12 months. And in the grand scheme of things, if that gets your brain better and you have to have awkward discussions about your sex life for nine to 12 months, then that's not that big a deal. Small and price to pay. She was totally right. Like mm. Bryce, to his credit, was freaking amazing and has been amazing mm. and was particularly amazing in lockdown. Oh, that's so good. That's what it's all about, being open and uh, being willing to have those corridors with the ones that you love. So uh, thanks for sharing that, Sharon. All right, here is our next lot of questions. My husband and I are hoping for embryo donation. All the fertility treatment has changed us. We don't even kiss anymore. How do we move on for this? 
from this. Oh God, I feel for these people. Yeah, I know. And and these kind of things in a relationship are really testing. Yeah. Especially because they're both in it together, but they've both got no control over it so it's almost like a death you know it's like you're both kind of grieving but you're hopeful and there's a lot of things that get left unsaid at these times but these are the times that you need to actually be saying the things because the silence will drive a wedge right so you really need to be discussing your fears like I'm so terrified that this is never going to happen for us and then be in that vulnerability together yeah and having those conversations of like what happens if this doesn't work what does that mean for us exactly and because you they're both probably walking on eggshells because they're probably in heightened states and so they're worried about hurting each other but so they really need to be there for each other have those hard conversations and obviously they're waiting so that's hard as well so maybe there's something they can do together in the meantime about creating a really solid foundation of those two because if it comes through that they are going to get that embryo they want to be in this very healthy very solid base for having a baby so you know um yeah, I, I, I guess in a space like this, it wouldn't hurt to reach out to someone like myself or a counsellor that can actually facilitate and help even just with intimacy. You know, if they're saying they're not even kissing anymore, mm. they need to start bringing back the physical touch really slowly and tenderly with each other. And just having something nice. to be excited about and to look forward to that is not to do with having a baby where you feel like a failure. Mm. Oh, Great uh, advice. Thank you, ladies. Next question. I am quite a lot bigger than my partner in terms of Wait, I get so anxious about trying new positions and even getting on top freaks me out. I'm afraid I'll be too heavy for him and he won't like it. He says it's okay, but I feel like I'm letting him down and he's not enjoying it as much as I am because of this. How can I overcome my anxiety or make this easier? Hmm. No. I kind of reckon when you're having sex with different sizes and this can go in heights and all sorts of different bits, mm. it's almost like water. It almost like actually doesn't matter when two bodies are coming together. Yeah. Um, especially if you're coming from a place where you've talked about it, you know, like I've got fears and, it, you know, they're in a relationship here and this, this, the partner's obviously seen it all before and loves it, you know, and you've got to hold on to that as that's the foundation piece, right? So coming to him with your fears but your desires of what you want to do, God, that's going to get him real excited. Oh, yeah. And he's going to want to help with that. She mentioned uh, getting on top. Mm. You know, you can get on top and – you don't put any weight on that person. You, your, your knees are taking it. Right. You know, so I reckon go for it, girl. Get that blimmin' yeah. confidence up. And oh, my God. I thought you were going to say a different C word just then. <laughs> I was like, girl, you can not say what that is. Oh, I love uh, it. Great. Well, let's just end it there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, we will have, if you've sent in a question today for Sex Ed, then you are in the draw for a $100 voucher from Lifestyles. Mm. And producer Dan will be giving you a call back. We don't announce the winner because all questions are in a safe, anonymous space when you send them into Sex Ed with no judgment. And a massive thank you to Morgan Penn for coming in. Again, you can get the uncut version of Sex Ed on our podcast. Just text podcast to 3343. And for more on Morgan, just head to morganpen.co.nz. Morgan, you legend. We'll see you next week. Thank you, darlings. Thank you.